everyone, and welcome to the AIM Sisters podcast. You're here today with your hosts, Anna and Maria Setting, bringing your favorite twin talk of the week. And in this episode, we're going to talk about boundaries. And actually, this one is really inspired by a blog post we wrote at amsisters.com called The Ultimate Guide for Setting Healthy Boundaries. And this came out just because I thought it was a very important conversation. And I myself struggled with having healthy boundaries for a very long time of my life. So when I finally felt, okay, I think I have a few things to talk about it and share why it is important and why saying no sometimes can be a hard thing, but a very important one. Mm -hmm. And I think you learned a lot during those past few years. That's why you came to a point that although it was a challenge to build your healthy boundaries, you kind of understood especially for us that we we have a lot of empathy for other people, how hard it can be. And I think you made a good summary of how we can stand our, our boundaries, you know, and let people know what they can and what they can't do regarding our personal space, you know. And also, um, when we were growing up, we didn't really have a lot of conversations about healthy boundaries. No one was really talking about that. And I think it's really wonderful how nowadays many people are aware of boundaries and what does it mean to, you know, respect another person's um, opinion and personal space and all that. Those are all kinds of boundaries that we have to take into consideration in our daily lives. That's right. And I think... Sometimes we can misunderstand what it means because some people are like, oh, no, I know how to say no to others. But if you look deeply into those relationships that you have with people that are really close to you, you might find yourself actually finding a hard time to say no. Or even sometimes you're tired and a friend comes to you and say, start complaining about something of their own lives. But you're like, you're really tired and you don't really have the energy not even to, you know, be a shoulder for them at that moment. And being able to say, like, don't let those things happen and say, that's not the right moment. Can we please talk about it tomorrow? It doesn't mean that you don't care about the person. Of course you do. You have a friendship. But um, it's just like those tricky moments that sometimes you cannot give full attention to a friend or a family member that other people might judge and say, oh, she's not considering them or it's not a real friend. It's not, you know, like you shouldn't do this to your mom or to your sister or whatever. But those are also part of healthy boundaries. And especially because those are also kind of labor, right? It's like emotional labor. Um, it's not because you're not working that it doesn't count, right? Working in a productive way. Because, for example, if you're home all the time and for, for example, many mothers in our times, they just stayed at home. So when the kids come back home or the fathers and the husbands or partners come back and they complain about stuff or they want to have like emotional support, um, this is also kind of labor. And then sometimes we don't really consider it in that way. And we think it's like, oh, why are you being mean? Mm -hmm. You don't want to listen to me now. But it's also very draining sometimes. and. It's not always that we have the mental space and also the energetic um, space and position to accommodate someone. So that's why a few months back when a friend of mine came to me 
and sad, instead of just start complaining of whatever was happening in her life, she told me like, oh, I have this thing I want to talk to you, but I know it's emotional labor. Do you have the time and energy to listen to this? Is it okay if I talk to you right now? If it's not okay, it's, it's fine. And I felt really appreciated and really happy that she asked me about it and really considered my emotions and my boundaries. And I think it's important to say that boundaries are very important, not only the physical level, but also emotional and energetic or spiritual level, if you consider it. Because it can be, especially like empathetic people, it can be really hard to absorb everyone's energy, especially when you don't want to. So I think like creating healthy relationships has a lot to do with knowing when someone can hold space for you when they can when they cannot and i think not only like the energetic um it's not only about the energy that you feel from other people but also like um as an empathic person you put yourself in another person's shoes so you feel bad for saying no because you kind of can recognize the emotions that the person is passing through. Sometimes being like upset, sometimes angry, sometimes just like disappointed or confused. Like I was expecting you to say yes, and you said no. So I think I personally really struggle with that because I feel a little bit ashamed or like guilt of saying no to people, you know, like, oh, they're disappointed on me. So it's something that I still have to work on. Yeah, especially for people also who don't like conflict, it can be hard. Yeah. Like, that was my case, especially. Like, I don't like conflict at all. So I just rather accommodate myself to what's better for other people instead of just, like, you know, trying to impose. This is my standpoint. But I had to learn how to do that. Otherwise, you always, you know... The, like the last person instead of giving priority to your own needs and this also ties together with self-love and self-care and all those things because like realizing that your needs are also as important as others not like that you're more important than everyone else but you're as important as everyone else so you should consider yourself as a priority and also I think when we were growing up we didn't really see a lot of examples in our household of like our parents saying no they were really like accommodating of others. They were always like the psychologists of the family. So to say people went there for emotional support and we never really heard them saying no to someone. And we always said they had a hard time saying no to their own brothers, my mom and my dad. <laughs> so I think for us, we kind of learned with their behavior. And nowadays it's a constant effort to break free from accommodating everyone. And I think especially with your mom, we kind of learned that being self-sacrificing is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be, but it's like, if you give everything you have, it's because you love that person. And it's like, I'm not sure about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But maybe that's why now we should talk about what are the causes for broken boundaries? Why this happened? And as we always say, it goes back to childhood <laughs> it always goes back to childhood and actually this is a pattern learned from parents usually or the main caregivers and 
it's that moment when a child is learning what is love and what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. So when a child wants something, they usually cry. They usually, you know, express themselves in whatever way they can. And they consider themselves really worthy of love. Like they're tiny little babies, so precious. And they're like, I was born in this world. Of course, everybody loves me. They have no mm -hmm. reason to think otherwise. But then people start treating them and giving them small samples and tastes of conditional love and also inconsistent love. So this, when parents or caregivers or people that are like adults in their lives start saying, oh, I love you because this, this, and that. Or you were a good child because this, this, and that. Or when they are crying and no one comes to attend for their needs and they're like, what should I do? You know, they, the child becomes really lost in that sense. So it creates kind of a lack of boundaries or boundaries that are overstepped. And I think it's really important for parents to realize that children do have boundaries and they are not, and they can be broken in very various ways. It can be for an authoritative parent that just do whatever they want and don't consider the child's need or their will or whatever they feel like doing it and they just impose whatever they think is correct. But also for overprotective parents that don't allow their child to explore and to have this creative space to do whatever they want because they're always under their wings and saying, no, this is dangerous. No, this is this, this and that. So I think all those things are very, various things that happen in these very formative years for children that can teach them a lot about not having boundaries actually. And I think it's really upsetting to me how children, they can be violated in so many ways. Like in the physical way, some oh, yeah. parents and, you know, adults, they pinch their children or, you know, slap them or, you know, all this kind of like physical abuse. And, and also like emotional. And, you know, every time they do something, anything, there are people anything. screaming at them and saying that they are doing something wrong and you shouldn't and you can't and you're a bad child. And, you know, all this is, like, very impactful in the way a child is going to grow up. Especially, like, how do you want the child to understand that something was not supposed to be done if you don't explain, right? If somebody just nowadays, as a grown-up, somebody says to you, oh, you cannot do this. They want an explanation, right? Why? Why I can't? It's something new. I want to try so a child is the same, but in a way bigger way because they don't know many, many things. So everything is like entertaining and curious and they want to know everything about the world. But the, the, the people that were supposed to take care of them are like always restricting them and shouting at them. It's like a very unsafe environment for them to explore the world and their existence. And as you said, talking about unconditional love, I think no parents in the entire world can say that they, they had a completely unconditional love to their children, unfortunately. But it's our broken selves as human beings, right? We're not gods and goddesses like we see 
in mythology or even mythology they were kind of broken sometimes but you know this idea that someone can be a perfect parent it doesn't really exist because they were broken themselves in the first place how can they raise a child who is not a little broken as well it's really challenging but i think we can also always learn something because yeah. well i remember a lot of things when i was young very clearly my thoughts my experiences i think since i was six years old i remember pretty much everything and it's not because i have a great memory it's just things that stuck with me and i remember my thoughts i was very kind of a grown-up in my mind and i wouldn't understand why grown-up people were so irrational and so angry and so, you know, like, unstable sometimes. And I promised myself when I became, like, when I become their age, I'm not going to treat children the way they treated me. And this is not because I've been abused or anything like that. Like, my parents never hit us in any way. They just coded us with words, but we, they never pinched us or anything like that. But, I mean, sometimes... I was just like, can you just listen to me? You know, because you as a child, you also have a mind of your own. But I think it's not only with our parents, right? It's everyone. People, yeah. you know, teachers, all people, they don't respect children the way they should. Yeah. And so coming back to the boundary stuff, I think because, for example, if your parents they were always overstepping your boundaries when you were young. You learn with that, that it's normal. So for example, if you have an authoritative parent and you grow up and you face a situation where you have like an authoritative figure in your life, your boss, your professor, this, this and that, they can do whatever they want. And you're not going to be able to stand up for yourself and say, this is not right. I shouldn't be treated this way because that's what you internalize. There's a hierarchy system and... Mm -hmm. You're at the bottom. So when you see those things reflected in your later life, you're not going to be able to stand up for yourself. And sometimes we even think like, oh, my opinion doesn't matter. Nobody ever wanted to consider my opinion. Why now they would? Sometimes you don't think about this in a conscious way, but unconsciously you're thinking my opinion doesn't matter. Why should I voice it out? People don't want to listen to me. So that's one of the ways that we can have no boundaries because we believe that our voices doesn't really matter and everyone else has something to say except for us. I think another way as well that childhood patterns can impact us in later life. I think we talked about this in, when we were talking about love and all those episodes before Valentine's Day. But sometimes when we talked about attachment styles, actually, but you recognize love from those patterns you had in childhood. So like we said, if you had conditional love and inconsistent patterns of love, you might reproduce that in your relationships, especially romantic relationships in later life. So those are just like a few examples of how lack of boundaries or boundaries issues can impact your life in all stages of your life, actually. Mm -hmm. And I think especially for parents who were very protective, it's really difficult to 
stand the boundaries to them, you know, because they don't want to be rude. You don't want to be a bad child or, or bad daughter, but you kind of have to teach your parents as well when you learn about boundaries that this is not okay. I think it's really nice the way you put it on your blog post. You mentioned some examples of like sentences and um, like situations that could happen and how you can extend your boundaries and in a nice or in a nicer way. <laughs> Do you want to give us any example of that? Yes, I can. Okay, but first I wanted to talk about, because I wrote there, five steps to build healthy personal boundaries. And then I can give examples of how you can set those like in situations. So the first one I wrote is like, understand who you are and what your values are. Because when you're sure in yourself, you know, what you stand for, it's easier to understand when this is being overstepped. So when you feel like, oh, this goes against my values, you, can, you know that your boundaries should stand there. Also recognize your priorities. So when you have a priority, you really need to do something, but someone else comes and say, hey, can you help me? You, you want to say, sorry, not right now, you know? So also the third one would be assert your position. So it doesn't mean being intransigent, but just like remembering that um, you're not doing what, like, you have a certain position in your life and you can keep that ground and you don't necessarily you don't necessarily need to let people tell you what your position are or what you can or you cannot do. Um, and the other one is like let people know when they cross your boundaries because so it doesn't repeat again. So some of the examples I gave, my sister was laughing at me because sometimes you won't exactly use exactly what I said, but those are just like a few examples of things you can say. So I wrote, for example, you can say if something happens and you have an argument, but you don't agree with the person, you can say, for example, I appreciate your opinion, but I'd rather follow what I already had in mind instead of like accepting your suggestion. You're being polite, but you're saying, I believe in my myself. I believe in what I'm doing. Um, like we said in the beginning, when a friend comes in, it's like too much emotional work for you right now. You can say, I'm sorry, but I can't hold space for you in this moment. I'd rather talk about it later. What do you think about tomorrow or something like this? Uh, you, you don't say you can't, but it's just at this moment, I'm not available, but we can talk about it later. Um, another one would be, I don't expect you to agree with all my decisions, but I hope you respect them. So I think this goes, especially in, in moments when you decide to do something that people are not really expecting and they start questioning, like, why are you changing your career? Why did you decide to do this? Because people have expectations about us. And but I think especially in relationships, this one is also very um applicable right because if you decide to be with someone you're going to change your mind sometimes you're going to do things that were not expected so it's almost like are you still with me or not 
even though I change, even though I want to do this and that, even though you cannot agree with everything I do, are we still on the same boat or not? Yeah. And this other one I think could be nice for moments, especially for overprotective people. <laughs> you can say, thank you for worrying about me, but I know what's best for my well-being at this moment. So because sometimes people can be too protective and you don't need that all the time. So it's like, I can take care of myself, don't worry, you know. Um, and those are just like kind of reminders and things you need to practice actually. Learn how to say your no's in ways that won't offend people, but also won't harm you. Yes. But I think sometimes boundaries can be really complicated. For example, some people, they come from different cultures and we all just have different ideas of what's um, okay and what's not. So, for example, our personal space. We need to maintain a certain space between people, right? Some people, they don't really notice that. And it's quite hard to say, you know, can you go like two feet away from me? <laughs> it's quite rude to say in that way, even though you keep like going a little further and further to create space, the person come comes closer and closer it's like oh my goodness so i think there are many situations still that we, we have to deal in our daily lives that can be a little bit tricky yes so many and that's the point about boundaries is something you need to internalize because they can be tested in so many different ways so many different ways and i think it's hard relating to culture because for example, in East Asia, Japan and Korea at least, there is a very structured hierarchical system for some things like work or university, this and that. So if someone who's older than you and asks you to do something, you cannot deny if you belong to this culture. And it goes to extremes. It's not only in the school environment or work environment, but outside of that, the hierarchical system remains. And because we're foreigners, I'm like, what the actual crap? Because this can't happen, you know? Like, I'm not going to do this. Even if you're like my sambe or whatever. So. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. In Japan, it's the same. I mean, it's crazy how people just obey the others just because they are older. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. I'm really glad we're not. We were not raised in a culture like this because even if you move away from Japan or Korea, if you're raised here, it's a real challenge to change your mindset and the way you were raised, right? Yes. That's complicated because I know a lot of people say, but this is like societal way of being. But I think in whatever society you live in and you're raised in, you always need to remember that you matter, you know, your opinions matter and you have the right to say no, you have the right to stand your ground and you're as important as everyone else. And you should be respected with, like, we should be treated with respect always. Yes, and culture is always changing. Yes. So this can change too, you know, may take a while, but perhaps in the future, things will be a little more fair. Hopefully, and let's raise our kids to have better boundaries 
and mm-hmm. be treated with love and not fear and all those things. So remember, you are as important as everyone else. Don't let anyone say what you should do or don't let anyone try to overstep your boundaries and learn about how you can cultivate your healthy boundaries and, you know, put yourself in the first place. Yes, because you're unique. You're the only one who can live your life. And I hope you have a beautiful experience because life's not that long. So you better do what you love. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have any other ideas of how you can say no or establish your boundaries in a very polite way, let us know in the comments. And thank you so much for listening to another episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, And if you're listening to us on the podcast, you can always leave us a review. You can find the blog post on our website. We're going to leave it in the description below. Give us a like, share, subscribe if you're not, and see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.